Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm so excited. So I know a lot of you may have seen on social media that I did a challenge to 40 because I don't know if you've listened to this, but on May 2nd, 2018, I'm going to be turning 40 and I'm so excited. And one of the things that we did in the challenge to 40 is we realized what people really need. What are the non- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Negotiable things that people need in their lives daily, weekly, and monthly, and most importantly, you know, internally, yearly, to continue their journey on being the best them. So I developed the ongoing key. The ongoing key is a place where you can go to continue to unlock your potential, for you to continue to trust and believe in yourself through meditation, tools, fun, fitness, food, and real life and sometimes a one-on-one talk with me so that you know and you can constantly remind yourself that you are doing the right thing to continue the journey in the best way that you know how. So go to theongoingkey.com. Check it out. Don't just sign up because I want you to sign up. Check it out. Look at what you can get and how you can enhance your body and most importantly, enhance your mind and enhance your life so that you can continue to grow and have sustainable results. The Ongoing Key is a great place for you to literally just live in the best way that you know how and learn sustainability. Go to theongoingkey.com and I'll be right there to hand you your key so you can continue to have the keys to success in your life. Welcome to Trust and Believe. My name is Sean T. I hope you are all having an amazing day, had an amazing week. I hope you are all thriving and living. As some of you know, I have a group on Facebook called The Safe Space, and it is for my subscription program, The Ongoing Key, where we come together and we share stories and we open up about real things that are happening in our lives. And we talk about these things in a space where you can feel free to be 100% authentic to who you are and the things that you are going through so that you can 
just live and have a place to release these things so that when the going gets tough in your own life, you have people who understand what you are going through. So coming up is an interview I did with an amazing person. And the reason why I say this person is amazing is because the transparency that they have when they tell parts of their story is so incredible to me. And they share things that a lot of people might want to keep a secret. And they open up about things that they need to work on themselves. So sit back, relax, and trust and believe in this process. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Sean T., your host of Trust and Believe. You know, each and every week, I want to take you on a journey so you can live your best life. Listen, I'm going to end every episode with a truth bomb so that you can take something away to continue to believe in who you are. I was like, where's she at? Where's she at? Where's she at? Sorry, I'm four minutes late. We have a crazy day. We have a crazy day here at Shanti Fitness. But how are you? I'm good. How are you? Um, I am feeling spectacular. Really, I am today. I'm feeling really good. Not every day is spectacular, but I try to make it the best I can. You know what I'm saying? Where are you calling from? Louisville, Kentucky. Oh, that's where Chip grew up, Louisville. All right, so I'm here with you for the next 20 minutes, 25, 20 minutes or so. Let's talk. What is it? What you want to know? What you got to go through? You you know what I mean? What's happening in your life? Tell me it all. Uh, well, you know I just got married. I um, did do that. I left you that message when I was walking down the hallway of my hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but that that's been my my... My struggle is being a prison wife. Mm. He's not home. Um, but he sends his thanks for creating the programs. Because every time I walk in the visiting room, he lights up. But he sees it deeper than just my body. He sees, you know, the strength that's come from what I've been doing with insanity. Um, I don't know. I guess, like, the the job I just had fell through. And... Basically, a friend stole it from me um, while I was getting married. <laughs> so I've not worked out in a couple of days. I walked, but it's just like when I guess when life hits you with a blow like that, 
how do you push yourself past what people have done? Because, I mean, that was the dirtiest thing that's ever been done to me. Yeah, so, I mean, that is deep. So, just so you know, I'm going to have some questions for you because I can listen to you talk, but I think if I hear some of the things that I want to address to help you kind of go deep inside and bring it out, I think that might be the best way for us to, you know, make make use of you digging deeper into what it is that you need to get through to the next chapter, right? So, right. So let's talk about you being a prison wife. First of all, congratulations for getting married. That is, I mean, that day is obviously is can be an amazing day, right? It's so yes. you're you're marrying someone that you love. Um, I've seen television shows. I put that in quotes about. No. <laughs> no, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. I put that in quotes about prison wives, but I would like to hear from you why you got married. What is the most exciting thing about being married? about him not I don't need to know why he's in prison I want to know like the love that you guys share so let's talk about that first um I met him this is awful I was a correctional officer um in 2007 I met my now ex-husband my daughter's father while I was a CO when I left the job I didn't start anything until I left the job but he came home we got married had a baby um his cellmate was my now husband um we started a friendship back in 2009, 2010, and we became best friends. Um, And then I was going through a very abusive marriage, Um, physically, emotionally, spiritually abusive. Um, Esamon basically pulled me through that. Um, We became best friends, brothers and sisters almost. When I left my ex, I wrote him and said, basically, um, I'm free. Right. I broke free. I'm on parole, whatever you want to call it, kind of as a joke, but, you know, as a friendship. And since that point, it's like everything connected with him. Um, The, you know, best friends went to just falling in love with him. Um, We connect on levels that I've never, ever connected with anybody on. Uh, It didn't matter where he was. Um Basically, God has, has just shown off as far as who he is and, and what he's pulled me through. And when you find that one person, that soulmate, you don't want to wait. A covenant, commitment, it doesn't matter where they are, what they're going through. It doesn't matter what the other person is going through. Um, and I always considered myself married because we had to go through some red tape because I was a CO. Yes. So I couldn't visit him right away. <laughs> Uh, the prison was a little concerned. I don't want to get too nosy, but I'm like, I have, I have two friends that are COs, and I know that it's so strict, you know, not that either one of them have been in a relationship with, you know, an inmate. Is it okay to call them an inmate? Yes. Okay, inmate. I like, I gotta, like, you know what I'm saying? But uh, okay. I'm just, you know, I'd be PC. But uh, they do tell me a lot of stuff, like the rules, and even as a CEO, just how you communicate with an inmate is so strict. So I could only imagine that you couldn't even walk through the, you couldn't even look at him from the window. You know what I mean? Right. No. Um, they, 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 they kept saying the safety and security was an issue, but I had to fight. I actually had to go to the, through the Kentucky governor to get access to visit him because they were being so ugly because I was a former CEO who went to the other side of the fence as they like to say. 
Yeah, I don't want to say, like, I don't believe you went to the other side of the fence. I think you just followed your heart. I mean, this is your side of the fence, and love can come in many different ways, you know, clearly as long as you, I don't even want to say know what you're getting into, but as long as you know that the love is pure and good for you, so. Right. But once we got that that visitation, I went the first time I was scared to death. Um, I mean, I'd even been in prisons, obviously, and they must have thought I had something on me, carrying something in with the way I was shaking, dropping things. You know, we had to take our shoes off. We had to put everything in the th- um, the buckets. We can we can't take any phone in, anything in at all. Um, by the time I got back there to him, um, it was the first time we'd ever met, and that was in February. I was going to ask so, you that since he was an inmate, had you just been corresponding through letters, letters and phone calls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For about three and a half years. You know, I've met his family and his kids, and I guess I felt closer to him through that. Um, there's a service, though, called JPay, and they do emails and videos. So I can send him, like, 30-second clips, and he goes out into his, the day room, and he logs onto a computer, and he can see email and um, things like that, which I think is cool. But after that, we visited for almost two hours, and he'd already submitted the wedding package even before we laid eyes on each other. But after that first visit, it was kind of like, this is definitely, yeah, it wasn't awkward. It was laid back. It was cool. And we knew right then that it was meant to be. So good for you. Congratulations. That's like, Thank that's you. the best. That's, that's literally the best. So, all right. So you got married. I'm assuming because you just got married, that part of your life is, I guess what I want to say as best it can be being as though. Obviously, he's not out with you. You get to go see him as often as you can. I get to see him one to two times a month, if I'm lucky. If you're lucky. But you guys communicate enough so that it's... Right. Because, I mean, it's kind of like a long-distance relationship, even if you live in the same town, right? Because you can't see them that often or touch or feel. So I'm sure it can be a little stressful on that end. Yeah. Um, all right, so we got that. That's good. Again, congratulations. I love good love stories. It's amazing. But let's talk about, let's go back to this friend that took your job. Let's talk about this for a second. So what mm-hmm. happened here? So I interviewed for the job, got the job right off, um, told him that I couldn't work until the next Monday because I was getting married that coming Tuesday. And I'm like, do you want me to go ahead and start or stop and, you know, and I have to be off for a couple of days? And he was cool with me coming in right after I got married, which would have been yesterday, you know, having a couple of days off or whatever. Um, so I, you know, I was excited. So I told my former boss, who is this friend, Hey, I just got on. I didn't feel threatened because she had a job. She had a good job with another facility. And I was like, I'm excited. You know, I got assistant director, you know, in, you know, he didn't need, you know, any, uh, psych, permanent certifications or degrees or whatever. He's cool with, you know, coming in there with nothing so he could train you. And she called him because she knew I couldn't start. And she went in for an interview and he sent me a message that said, well, I just hired the next applicant that came in. And, but we would like to offer you a teacher's position. I said, no, thank you. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, 
let's we're gonna fix something real quick. First of all, the person that went in there to get this job is not your friend because a friend wouldn't do that. No, that's not a friend. That's somebody that's been plotting against you for for whatever reason for a long time. I want to know how you mentally are dealing with that right now. Basically, I've learned over the course of a lot of years and what's been done to me from you know being sexually abused, from being uh, abused by my ex-husband, the best thing I can do is forgive and move on. Because if I harbor resentment and hate and frustration toward that person, it's just going to eat me. Right. Good so I've basically just forgiven and, and trying to just push it past me and do what I need to do to find something are you, else. Are you still communicating with this person? No. Okay. Because it, it is good to forgive because you just said something that you and I both have in common uh, from our past. It's good to forgive, but that doesn't mean you need to be in the same space and energy and breathe the same air as that person. You could say, live your best life and move on. So that's, that's a very healthy thing that you, I mean, I'm, I'm listening to you talk and I'm looking at you. I love being able to see you guys because a lot of times <laughs> you're just commenting and you do seem, I mean, I don't, and you can respond to this if you want, but you definitely seem to be level-headed and you, you really think about decisions that you make and you think about things that happen to you. So that's, that's really good. I think that's amazing. So you got married, which is great. You had a friend, quote, take your right. job. And then so now you haven't worked out in a couple of days. Let's talk about, because you seem happy with being married. You seem to be content with being able to move on from this friend taking your job. So why haven't you worked out in the last couple of days? I guess it's the stress of thinking about finding something else, going through that process again, going through the interview again, trying to prove myself to someone else that... I am good at what I do, and I would be an asset to your company, yada, yada, yada. I guess it was just kind of a blow, like, from the employer as well to say, we think this person's better than you, even though she came in kind of shady. Right. So I want you to, I want you to change your verbiage for me. Whenever you do seek out that next position, don't think about the fact that you have to prove yourself. And maybe you were using those words to explain it, but let me tell you something about having to prove yourself that puts you that puts somebody else on a pedestal even if they're the boss of this job you have to walk into this situation being like yo this is what i got like you will be it you will be so blessed to have me as a part of this company so as you start to go through the process of getting that next position that you go for you don't have to prove yourself like you already know who you are you know what I mean? You've already been through your stuff. So I want you to just, that's the first thing I want you to do is like mentally say, you know what? This is me. I'm so committed. I'm so good at what I do. You're going to be blessed. Now, that's not to go in there and like act like that. So they could be like, you know, she's cocky or whatever. But internally, you have to have that confidence. The issue comes with, for a lot of people, and it has with me, it still happens to this day, fighting through that stressful moment of having to like find a new job, prove yourself, not knowing what things are going to happen. And then letting the most important thing go to the wayside, which is working out, which is what provides you energy, what provides you confidence, what provides you that good feeling that you continue to do something just because something's not working out. Doesn't mean you have to give up the thing that's actually making you feel good about who you are and the gift to yourself, which is working out every day. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
you know, so it's, it's very important that you find a way you have, you've done a lot of things with maneuvering your way through finding love, even going through the governor or actually finding a way to forgive a friend. But these things, when they happen, the other amazing thing that needs to happen is you continuing to give to yourself. So with that said, you know you best. You know what I mean? I don't know you yet, but if I have a, if we ever have a chance to sit down for a coffee or a drink or whatever it is that you like to do, <laughs> you know what I mean? I can get a little more. But So tell me some of the action steps that you feel like you need to take in order to not let this, you know, working out thing get pushed to the wayside. I guess I need to make it a priority again and not, I mean, let my feelings dictate. I mean, because I've just been like, okay, I really need to get up and work out. Really need to get up and work out. No, I'll do it later. Do it later. Do it later. Then I'm so, like, mentally exhausted by the end of the day trying to call places. And um, I call people who work out first thing in the morning superhuman. But um, I think I might have to (laughs) become superhuman and and hit it as soon as my feet hit the ground type of thing because I'm letting um, so many things dictate me not getting up and doing it. Yeah. It's the same as we do interval training and like insanity and stuff. You have to do interval training in your life. And so what happens is if you start, if you start off your day feeling like, oh my gosh, I got to push, I got to go as hard as I can to try and create whatever it is I want to create by the end of the day. By the end of the day, if you stay in that zone and you don't take those 30 second breaks, what's going to happen is you're going to be extremely exhausted like you are at the end of any workout. So it's not necessarily you have to become superhuman by doing what other people do by working out in the morning. Maybe it's if you feel compelled and motivated to work out in the morning, you need two hours later. Sorry, if you feel motivated and compelled to look for that job in the morning, two hours later, your interval training, your break from that is then working out so that you don't. You don't drain yourself mentally so much that by the end of the day, you don't work out. And that's why I always tell people, when you work out when you feel the most energetic, when you feel like you can do it. That's why I prefer to work out in the morning. I, I'm injured right now a little bit, so I have to do whatever. It's not about me. So I have to like push my workout to later in the day. But you have to start to do interval training with your life. And so being having to look for a new job and a new position and find something that you really love while you're motivated to do it can also be very draining. So make sure that workout comes at that first interval that you take that first break that you take from that, just do it. And I'm going to challenge you really fast that as soon as what you, what you doing after this phone call? Nothing. Uh, what you doing after this phone call? <laughs> I guess I'm going to work out. Uh-huh. And let me tell you what you're going to do after this phone call. You're going to work out and then you're going to post a, and then you're going to take a sweaty selfie and you're going to send it to <laughs> and I'm posting it in the safe space and I'm be like, let me tell you something. This is Angela's first workout after a couple of days. She was feeling down. Find out more with our one-on-one. <laughs> uh-uh, we're going to cut this. So anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm playing with you, Angela. I don't know what you think this is. So anyway. All right, we got about six minutes. And just because I have a really crazy day. But I want to leave this last six minutes for you to do rapid-fire questions on whatever it is you ever wanted to ask Shanti. It could be as personal as you want because this is going in a safe space. Or it could be, you know, what do I eat? You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, I, I quit journalism because I was failing at the interview sessions. <laughs> well, you know what? This is your time to like redeem yourself. This is, I flunked. I'm, look, I'm somebody that you can ask anything. I ain't going to shun away any question. Ask me whatever you want. I don't know. What's the hardest part about being a dad to twins? Because I'm getting ready to have um, either two nieces, two nephews, a niece and a nephew. Um, my niece is getting ready to have twins. So to help her, what is the hardest part? Uh, the hardest part for me is it's not necessarily sleep. Like a lot of people say sleep. It's mentally draining because I'm the kind of parent or Scott and I are the kind of parents that we literally, if Scott and I are talking and the boys are there and we involve them in the conversation, even if they can't talk back. And so we'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what do you think, Sandra? What do you think, Silas? Like, don't you think, you know, we literally bring them into the conversation, which is really amazing. But then we had to, we had to start making ourselves be like, okay, they can spend 10 minutes playing with their toys or looking at something and having independent time. So the hardest thing for, for, for me was saying being mentally draining because I was, we were giving a lot of energy to them. And is she married? Is she single? Is she, you know, like, cause what's her situation? She's with the baby daddy, but we don't know how long that's going to last. Right. So there you go. So the thing is like, she can't be afraid to ask for help. I mean, she has you. So that's really amazing. So yeah. she can't be afraid to ask for help from family members because with twins, like you need had to have help. And then she has to be attentive enough with the kids, but also make sure that they know like this is their time and, and have them have time to play with their toys. And look, this is after the first three months. The first three months are going to be hell. It's going to be hell on earth. You just, she just needs <laughs> help. It's just help. Tell her and you, because you might be there with her one day, it's okay to cry. Just, it's okay to leave the babies with a family member and to go out and go to the movies. If she's not breastfeeding, if she is breastfeeding pump, she needs to just take that time to herself because you love the babies so much that you want to give so much energy and time. So let's just make sure that she has a support system. She gives enough energy, but also teaches them that it's okay to be independent probably around four months. And then being able to um, really just to, obviously just use people for help so right thank you yeah. <laughs> I um, think she's terrified anyway, she's terrified she should be because it's crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy I'm like oh my god Scott when we had the kids I'm like Scott's 46 I'm 39 you know we've we've lived, we've traveled around the world we have good jobs, professions, and I was still scared as shit. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> you know? But it's amazing. It is really amazing. Enjoy the process as much as you can, but just tell her, don't be afraid to step aside and have somebody watching babies while she goes to sleep for two hours or goes to get her nails done or get a massage or her and a baby daddy do whatever they need to do. <laughs> right. Or whatever <laughs> And tell her she can call me too if she got problems with him. Actually, make him call me so I can put him in his place. Oh, um, Lord. And I will. Uh, <laughs> again, congratulations on getting married. Like, just, you know, keep that strong. 
the one people one thing I tell people that just got married, I mean obviously you've been in relationships before is hold on to that feeling. That feeling where you were shaking when you were going to meet him for the first time, hold on to that feeling because no matter what happens if you remember the foundation of where you guys came from, you can always get through anything. Um as long as it's not something where you need to call Sean Cedar with one side. Nice to you. Um, yeah, so thank you. And thank you for joining the Ongoing Key and being in a safe space. It's people like you that keep it real and are open and honest about what's happening in their life that gives people hope to be able to share stuff internally, not even externally, but just to be able to be transparent. And I know that people just hearing about what your experience is, even in the current time and, and a little bit of your past, they're going to be really inspired to just keep on keeping on. Thank you. I appreciate your time for real. You can take it, you can make it, dig deeper, come on y'all, trust and believe with Shanti. And today's truth bomb is, if you live your best life, you will always be right. And the reason why I say that is a lot of us out here are trying to make decisions that are really, really tough. And a lot of us are afraid to make those decisions because of what other people are going to say. And as you just heard, what other people are going to do to you. Some people stab you in the back. Some people smile in your face. And a lot of people are out there and they're just so afraid to actually live their best life because they don't know if it's going to be right. But if you think, if you think about it in this way, if I live my best life and I'm doing it for me, the only thing that can happen is I'm going to be free. And when you feel free, life will be great. So you're always right if you stay in your space. So stay in your space. Believe in who you are. Trust who you are. No one else has to. No one else has to. Because if you do, everyone else is going to feel that. And the haters literally feel a force field of positivity that they are not going to be able to break down. So don't be stifled by people on the outside as long as you live your best life on the inside and always trust and believe in who you are. I could not do this podcast on my own, so I would love to thank Todd Midget at NC Fit Club for producing such an amazing podcast and being able to really put the message out there for you guys. Another huge shout out to Michael McBride and his team of Kanisha Holiday and Gabriel Mudd for the new Trust and Believe theme song. You guys really did an amazing job and really put forth the effort of helping people trust and believe. And last but not least, I would love to give a huge shout out to Coffee Anderson because your truth bombs would not be as impactful if he didn't give you that theme song as the intro. Last but not least, me. I thank you. I am your biggest fan and I hope you come back every week ready to trust and believe with an open mind so that we together can live our best lives and believe in who we are. You can find Michael McBride at The Real McBride on Instagram and you can find Todd Midget at NC Fit Club if you want some music or video editing. Continue to trust and believe in who you are. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 